This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, they're talking over so Talk it over. Yo, 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 it's your man, Big O, back for another episode of Talk It Over. You know how we do in the bed, dating and relationship podcast, the only one. So first and foremost, I got to say what's up to Trish. How are you today? Uh-oh. I'm not even going to lie. I was out late last night doing oh, stuff like business doing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Putting all those energies out there. I got to say... For everybody that's listening, if you did not check out the Love Corner last week, it was a blast. Yes. I had a blast. I yes. want to thank you. Thank you and Jen both for allowing me to crash y'all's party. So it's it's still, I believe it's still up. So if y'all mm-hmm. have not had a chance to listen, go listen to last week's episode of the Love Corner. Um, it's on our Instagram, uh, which is talkitover.show. At, or it, when you go to Instagram, it's at talkitover.show. Um, Ola made a surprise appearance. He was there for all the foolery. <laughs> right, right. I got to take him in strides, you know? <laughs> it was a real good episode. But how are you? I know you have you have a, a little one coming very soon. Yeah, I'm sweating bullets. You know, it, it's going to be uh, probably within the next four to five weeks. You know, the closer we get, it becomes unpredictable. You know, you just never know. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sleeping with one eye open. Any little movement, I'm thinking that, you know, it's the day. <laughs> today, today's so, the day. <laughs> yeah, so I'm all, I'm already losing sleep. But um, <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, I'm good for the most part. I'm good. I'm ready to get our guests in here. We got a, a full house today, so I'm excited to bring in some some resident faces that haven't been on here for a while, for a long time. Let me mm-hmm. start with uh, Bree bringing in the tea. One of the OGs of talking Hello. over. Hello. How, How are, are we? I'm doing well. I'm doing really good. How are we? Um, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Glad to have you here with us again, as always. Oh, yes. yes. And so you got a, a a trip coming up, right? Amazing. Yes, I do in Vegas. I do right. in June, I go. Hey, what just... happens in Vegas comes back to this show. So. So we're going to be expecting some stories and some perspectives. Trish wants exactly. it all. <laughs> all right and then we have the love corner we have um naimi back with us how are hey. you today good good how's everyone we're doing well love your energy always a pleasure to have you on here we have a special special guest who who's been on the show once before but it's been a very 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 long time since we've heard from him um so brother antonio how are you doing today I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How Welcome are you back, doing? man. How's life? It's been a while, man. Um, you know what? Life's been up and down, but right now yeah. it's up. So good, good, I'm, good. I'm, it's good, man. It's good. Feeling good. Beautiful. Can't complain. Beautiful. All right. Great, great, great. And then always last but not least, and always a, a, a joy to have the sage wisdom and advice from Brother Hassan. 
out there today. Hassan, you with us? You know, Hassan stay on the move. He'll pop in. Yeah, he'll stay on the move. He's always with us, and he'll just pop in, drop his, drop the mic, smoking, and then pop out. When Hassan's ready, he'll come in. Yeah. And uh, this episode, we actually have a guest audience member as well. Brother Kwame is with us in the audience, and as we've said before, oftentimes we're growing. And as listeners and fans, if you want, you know, please reach out to us. We would love to have you uh, participate in a in a live taping. Um, and you never know, you get a chance to become a, a continued recurring guest. Amazing! Trish, you ready to bring, drop the uh, success inspiration, drop the knowledge on them real quick? Absolutely. So you guys know every week we come to y'all from Hassan's book, which we encourage everyone go out there, get it. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, wherever books are sold. It's called Success Inspirations 365. It's just a great short read. Um, you can go to every day of the of the year for uh, an inspirational message. So today we're in the 107th day of the year. I personally can't believe we've gone through that many days. I still feel like we're back in like February, March, but mm-hmm. <laughs> here we are 107 mm-hmm. days in. Um, today's success inspiration is whenever there is a winner, there is also a loser. Losing is a great opportunity to improve your game and experience awesome victories in the future. Ooh, I like that. Improve your game. There's no losers. There's only lessons, right? Exactly. I love that. Yes, because yeah. there's can't... so much negativity attached to losing. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that you forget to see that there's, you know, when you technically lose, you're opening another door to an opportunity well, to win. If you're winning, you can't get better. Because there's no exactly winning. How are you winning? There's nothing to change. You can't get better. Exactly. So when you lose, you get like, comfortable. Yeah, it reveals those those lessons that winning can't actually teach you. And for those of us with kids, we know this lesson is a lesson that you're always teaching. When they lose, it's like, listen, don't look at it as a bad thing. Look at it as an opportunity to get, to get better, as you guys said, or as, as um, the su- success inspiration says. So uh, great message, great message. I think everyone could take that and add it into their daily lives. Awesome. All right. All right. What are we going to do? We're going to bring in the topic? We're going to bring in the topic. All right. Bring it in. We're going to hop right into this today. All right. So today's topic is is about aloneness okay so how comfortable are you with being alone and we're talking from the context of dating and relationships so not having how comfortable are you not having that boo that day exactly how long before it becomes intolerable and you just like i gotta go find somebody or how just in general do you go from relationship to relationship is that healthy so situationship to situationship listen because you know, there's a spectrum, right? There's always a spectrum, no matter where. We're, none of us are, are subject matter experts. Um, we all speak speaking from our individual experiences, but we hope that the audience can learn from those experiences. And, you know, no judgments either way, wherever you fall on that spectrum, but just speak your truth. So who do we want to pick on first? Uh-oh. Ooh, you know, Brie got some tea. Oh, let's go, Brie. Let's go. Listen, I... So you got, I you, you got multiples, Brie. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Bring you got attachment issues, though. No. Okay. No, but yeah, I did have to identify that. Um, I was like a couple years ago, I was suffering with major attachment issues, and as a result, I was finding myself not being able to be alone. And I was in a relationship, like staying in a relationship, because of the fear 
of being alone. Like I didn't want to be by myself. And then it got to a while, a point where the relationship just was way too toxic. And I was like, all right, listen, at this point, I'm better off being alone than being with someone who's going to continue to hurt me. But I'm not going to lie, those first couple months of breaking up and being by myself, oh, child, they were rough. They were hard. It was a lot of reflecting that I had to do. It was a lot of soul searching and like getting to know myself because I had to realize that I didn't even know me. I just mm. knew who I was in the relationship. Mm. And now being out of the relationship, I had no idea who I was. And it also it got to a point where I was like, oh my gosh, should I go back? Should I go back to this person? Because I was in mm -hmm. this fear, you know, but mm -hmm. it, it mm -hmm. goes back to that comfort. You're in that comfort zone. And when you step out of that comfort zone, it's new. So it's, it's it can be very scary. Everything new is going to be very scary. But once I got maybe my fourth, fifth month into being by myself, it was like, like an epiphany hit me. And I was like, this is amazing. I don't want to be with nobody right now. <laughs> right. And even a year, it's been a year now, a year and a half later. And, you know, I've had people court me and like, hey, you know, how are you? Like, Dan, I'm like, listen, I'm just, I'm in love with myself right now. And I don't, I'm not looking for any kind of relationship. I'm not like, we could be best friends. We could be friends with a little bit of benefits, but I'm in love with me. Right. So I have a question for you. At this point, because you have found this love for self, are you ready at some point in time to share that with someone else? Or are you still like, nah, I'm still figuring I me out? Trish going, right. I I she going to Vegas. She ain't <laughs> have no relationship. She on her way to Vegas. So like, though, because Trish, she brings up a good point. I think right now I'm in a point, I'm at a point where I'm selfish with myself, right? So mm -hmm. I don't want to share myself with anyone else. And it's cursing a blessing because I know I'm probably withholding myself from you know, like different relationships, whether they're friendships, the partnerships, whatever, that could be amazing. But I'm just like, mm, I don't want to give myself right now. So I think I've, I've fallen too much into a loop with myself, you know, like where I'm, I'm neglecting myself from those relationships. Okay. Right. That, okay. Still doing the work. You're still I'm doing the work. Notes. We're coming back to that. Let's, let's jump somebody else in here. So <laughs> Um, how about Antonio? What about All right, good, you? good, because yeah. I, I wrote some notes. So oh. um for me personally, um, I don't believe being alone um is a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. And you know, to kind of echo what Bree was saying, um, you you find out more about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, you 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 fall more in love with yourself, you become a better person, you become a better version of yourself. Um, me personally, um, you know, I had that warrior mindset. I noticed things about myself that like, damn, like, I'm a bomb person, you know? <laughs> so uh, it's just just one of those things that, you know, being alone, we need it. You know, we, we may not want it at the time, um, but a few months down the road, I noticed things and changes and, you know, it was just, it was good. I, I, I really fell in love with who I became. Okay. So, so um, real quick, and I want, I want to ask this question, but I want to get Naomi's thoughts and then I want your guys to, to answer the question. Do you think that initial phase is a necessary, I guess, length of time. Do you have to do your tenure to be comfortable with yourself, right? Is that something that is just inevitable in being alone? You think everybody has to go through that? But not, you know, just think on it for a moment. Um, but Naomi, I want to get your thoughts on, on the topic at hand. How comfortable are you? Well, with, it, with the, when it comes to like the length of time of being alone, it depends on each person because every, every individual have their own journey of how long they want to be alone. 
but it is unhealthy from for someone to go from one relationship to another to another because then it prevents you from you to to you to see the red flags because when you take those 90 days of dating someone and being with yourself you you in 90 days you'll find out okay this person mm -mm, i don't like him like maybe he's not my might not be good for me or she might not be good for me or maybe he's, mm -hmm. even with his behavior, her behavior, and I, while you guys are dating, you'll see like, okay, he's being rude to the waitress. Uh-uh, he's gonna be rude to me just like he's rude to the waitress. Like mm -hmm. how I, I know that he's not gonna treat me bad or she's not gonna treat me bad. So right. having that that moment of just dating, enjoying yourself and being alone at the same time, it kind of helps you build an understanding what you want in a relationship rather than just going straight from one relationship to another. Yeah. I have a question real quick. So, but are, if you're dating, are you really alone? Because you are still sharing, while you might not be in a relationship, you're still sharing yourself with someone else. You're still giving, like, you you technically aren't alone. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, if, so are you, like, when we're talking about alone, uh, being alone, are we talking about completely not seeing anybody, not dating, not courting? Or are we talking about just not being in a, an official relationship but still entertaining people nah, while getting to know yourself? I like, think I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the you have to be completely alone. completely alone. Okay, because yeah, otherwise you just I mean that's what they call um, that's your uh, when you break up and you find somebody new. Oh, uh, rebound. rebound. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. your rebound. And rebounds can last. Rebounds can last for months. You know, it doesn't this have to true. be just like a quick thing. And so you're just basically you know that you're not going to be jumping into a relationship, but you don't want to be completely alone. So you're making the, you're splitting the the difference. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, well, what O said, I think being completely alone is best. Um, and then when you're ready to, I guess, get into the courting or dating or whatever, um, you know, it, it's good. You know, when you're alone, I mean, for me personally, when I was alone, I felt like, and someone told me this, I was giving off a certain aura or energy, mm. you know, it was like, like, like this person is so focused on what they're focused on. They're not even nobody, nothing else matters. It's just about me. I'm being selfish. It's about me. Mm -hmm. So, um, it great feeling. Uh, so I think being alone is so, okay. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm the devil's advocate. I don't think people <laughs> should be alone. Like, okay. And I say that because I feel like, yes, you do the work. Like when you, when you leave a situation, like the next week, you really shouldn't be in another situation. Like you give yourself time to heal. You give yourself time to process. I feel like at the age where I am, I know what works well for me, what works well and what works well for um, my life. So if I'm, if I'm in a relationship and I know that it's not what I want, I'm seeing the flags, I'm not going to stay in that relationship and prolong it to the point where I need therapy or something else to do the damage that has been done. I'm, I'm there with my life. Like I know, whoa, we two months into this, you just went off on the Uber driver because they made a left instead of a right. Nah, bruh, we not doing this because you want to go off on me for PTSD. something. PTSD. Last time the Uber driver made it left, it didn't end. It ended up in a bad situation. He was in the wrong neighborhood, and you know they asked what set he was claiming. So, like, now you can't make no lefts when I know my my direction. So exactly. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? Somebody saying too many bees, you know, it just it's like bro, you know, said that too many times. Right. I don't need them type of problems. So I know for me, I am quick to exit a situation. I will exit a situation, you know, do some self-reflecting, sage so life. You ghosting people. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. I will do it in a heartbeat. But I've gotten to a point in time in my life where I've dealt with enough toxicity that now I am um now I'm ready to I can say this isn't going to work for me or this will work for me and then give myself time to process and then move on. That move on could be a month. It could be two months, but I don't believe we should be alone for long extended periods of time. Now I said a couple hands went up when I started saying this. So Kume, can we bring you in real quick? Oh, yeah, for sure. Going to the guest audience. Um, Listen, he was like, Ooh, <laughs> me. So it's funny. Cause I, um, I experienced this about, yeah, basically this is a lot of my experiences right here. Um, I used to just jump from relationship to relationship. So I have three baby mothers, right? Uh-oh. We all cool. We all cool now. We all cool. But, you know, I and they gave me my children, so I'm happy about that. Um, but within that time frame, I was jumping from one girl to another. You know, I probably give myself probably like a few weeks time. You know, and it, that was that's not enough time for me to actually understand, you know, to learn myself and the things mm-hmm. that I want, you know, within a woman, you feel me, or within a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm also married but separated right now. And it's because, you know, that reason for my last relationship, mm-hmm. um, things were bad. So that, that happened beginning the coronavirus and everything shut down. So eventually I had time for myself. I had about a good eight months. I'm still not with nobody. Mm-hmm. Now you know, I talk to people, I court, I date, but you know, having that time gave me like a nice like some nice time to myself you know I was spending more time with my kids because I used to dance a lot I used to leave the country and come back months on in or you know stay out there for weeks or teaching a lot and I'm also a tattoo artist so I'm like really into my own entrepreneurship business so you know it really gave me time to really sit down and away from everything and Corona happened at the perfect time too but that even was a plus you know I stopped being in the country I'm not yeah. tattooing like that. So, yeah. you know, it gave me a lot of time to myself and really mm-hmm. learn the things that I like and the things that I'm not going to tolerate within myself. And also, let me, let me ask you, y'all. Oh, go ahead. Oh, let me, let me ask. And this is an open and thank first. Thank you, Kwame, yeah. for, for sharing that. That's that's uh, yeah, no that's real. That's real. Um, and thank you for being open. Um, I, I do want to ask everybody, can you these, the benefits of being alone, the reflection, the, the, the introspection, the being able to, I guess, kind of self-evolve. Can you do that work while you're with someone? Is it possible to be able to do that when you're in a relationship? Or is that only come by way of, of being alone? What, what are your thoughts, Naomi? So it, that, that's a very, very, very good question. So it depends on each individual in the relationship if they're willing to do the work. I only could speak for myself personally because I felt like I was alone and I dated, but I did a lot more work in my marriage because, you know, not only because of my partner, but because of spirituality reasons, I'm like, okay, I have to work hard for this marriage. I need to improve myself and work on myself and work together too, so we could improve together. So there is a possibility for, even if you're in a relationship to improve, but it has to take an effort from not only from both sides, but for yourself as an individual in that relationship to, to actually grow. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you when you're in a relationship, that, and I think 
Jada Pinkett Smith did an episode of Red Table talk about it, how we all have our own individual trauma. So you're basically bringing that into the relationship. So like you guys are working at the trauma with the trauma and then like validating each other. But if you guys if you guys are working with each other instead of against each other, then it, it could work. But everybody's different. Mm-hmm. And as I I agree with Kumain and Trisha on what you guys are saying because with alone time, like it's a scientifically, they say like human beings cannot be alone, but then there has to be a balance where, hey, like I do need this time alone to reflect, mm-hmm. to get to know myself and what I want, what I need. And then after that, I'll figure it out. So, and, and here, here's my, my, my next question, I guess you can say. So are we doing the work before we get into a relationship on ourselves? And when I ask this question, I mean like, not not from when you're jumping from relationship to relationship, but at some point in your time in a time in your life, have you done the work that says, this is what I want, this is what I need, this is who I am, this is because you know, we're sitting here talking like I got a yeah. baby father, whatever you want to call him. I got one of those. I didn't do the work, which is why I ended up with one of those. And I ended up in another bad relationship after that. But once I sat down and did the work it became very clear as to what I, what it is that I wanted. And now I've met people who pretended to be what it was that I wanted because I was very clear. Mm-hmm. I want X, Y, and Z. These, these are my stipulations. You know, I'm very secure in who I am. I don't really, not to make this sound like no independent woman nonsense, excuse me, it's not nonsense, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not to make it sound like I don't need a man, but I really do take care of myself. I make my own money. I have my own side projects. I take care of my child. I have a home. I have a decent vehicle. You know what I mean? It might not be what I want, but I really don't need anything. Now, mm-hmm. if you're going to come into my life. You have to be able to add to it. And I've, I've met people who have who pretended to add to it. And when I realized that, oh, no, you're not really who you say you are. It's never anything malicious, but it just is a. All right, this isn't gonna work. I appreciate you hit, your time. You hit the yeah. Casper. You hit the you hit the Casper button. Exactly. And, and then it's We've like we've already established you're a ghoster. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I I'll be I'll be that. Okay. I'm okay with that with that. But after you know, um, after realizing like I, I've found myself, I know what I want. I know who I am. I've done the work on myself. I've seen a therapist. I've done all of that. At this point in time, like I'm looking to move forward in my life and my life journey. And if that means mm-hmm. like meet someone, it doesn't work out two months later, meet somebody else. Eh, nah, not what I want. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, especially right. if you've done the work. I hear but you. I think, um, in, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Cause I think Trish, I think what you're talking about is more so of implementing the work. Mm. right so like right you know so like you've already done the work now you're putting it to work to see mm-hmm. if it's you know if it's subtle but I think it's different when you're beginning the work and you're just starting yeah. you know because then there's so many factors outside factors and I think trying to be you know involved with someone else whether it's just dating or whatever is an outside factor so when you're trying to do the work on yourself and you know, you're still iffy, like those moments are still rocky, you're still in those first couple weeks, months or whatever, and you're meeting those outside factors, they can have, you know, an impact on your decisions for yourself that you didn't want them to have, right? So I think it's important that when you're beginning the work to take that time by yourself, so that way those outside factors won't impact you. Everything that you do, every boundary that you set will be solely off of 
your decision and your reasoning as to why you set those boundaries. And then once you, you know, set those boundaries and you're like, okay, like you said, I've done this work to establish who I am, what I want, how I want it. Now I'm going to implement it. Now I'm going to see, I'm going to, you know, flavor love, you know, so me, this let one. Me ask, uh, let me ask you, um, so Bree, right, real quick, you, you currently are in, in, the, in the scope of this discussion, you currently qualify as being alone right now, right? Okay, and then Antonio, is your situation? Are you currently qualified as being alone at the moment right now, or? Oh, sir. No. Okay. So let me <laughs> ask. Let me ask both of y'all, uh, Bree, because you're on one side right now. You you qualify as being alone in the scope of this conversation, and Antonio, you don't. When you're in that alone phase, and you you part where you enjoy it, you enjoy your solitude, you enjoy being in, and and selfish is not a negative word but you enjoy being able to focus on self, right? Does that hinder? Do you think that hinders when you are ready to go back out there and start dating because now you've learned so much? Does it, does it, I, I maybe not hinder, but does it raise the bar in a way where it's like, It hey, does. Yeah. yeah, it definitely does. It, um, there are a lot less candidates <laughs> than I'm like right now. Right. But in the best way possible, like when I start to realize, because there's those moments when I want to backtrack and I want to go back to what I was used to dealing with. And mm. then I like entertain it for five minutes. And I'm like, mm, no, I see why I don't deal with this no more. And like, mm -hmm. I'd rather hold this standard and be alone until I meet someone who meets mm. that standard mm -hmm. than to, you know, have this standard and keep meeting people who don't meet it. And then I'm unhappy. Mm. And I'm, you know, like I feel um how do I stay incomplete you know mm -hmm. because I'm, I know I'm going to continue raising that bar and you're still struggling to meet me halfway you know so it's bittersweet you have those moments when you're like man you know I want I want a partner I want to deal with someone I do feel lonely right now but then you have those interactions that you're like mm, nope I'm gonna keep my bar right where it's at mm. okay and then uh Antonio what are, what are your thoughts um as far as so when you transitioned back for into me that. when i transitioned back it was almost two years um i also had counseling within that, that that time period as well so when i transitioned into another relationship um first off i did have you know my guard up mm -hmm. um but i mean i i know what i know now um and that's really what i'm holding on to um, I'm still within the 90 day period of that relationship. So I still have the receipt. Mm -hmm. So if it were ghosting like Trish, you know, I could do that. Gotcha. So, uh, gotcha. but I wouldn't do that. No, but, uh, but so far so good. Um, and like I said, it, it, it took a while for me, like I said, almost two years I did counseling. Um, and funny enough, I wasn't looking, um, honestly, she approached me. And even then I kind of was like, like no that's not what i'm you know looking for so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that's interesting that's interesting um thank you thank you for that that was just something i was wondering um you know when you make that transition and you've done the work on self what is the eventual outcome is there because there's yin and yang to everything right even even your best intentions will carry some some unforeseen even if it's small negative or opposite impact but um I think this is a good a good point to take a, a take a break real quick. Trish, what do you think? I do. I think I, I, I like where this is going. We got some questions coming up on part two. So I think this is a good time to go see for time. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. 
We'll be back at part two. Wow! Got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.